On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if these motherfucking scrolls will get off my motherfucking plane on Secret Invasion, if Stan Lee is the true superhero, and who the greatest villain of X-Taz was. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode, and I have joined two of my very best friends here. First of all, there's Ryan. Wait, uh, oh, wait, Cassie? Ryan? I'm sorry, are you there? Ryan, can you hear me? No, I was just listening to um, my hit clips. Um, Dude... Do you, do you remember them? What do you what do you got rocking on that hit clips right I now? I have uh, Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch going mm, right now. Just it's the good o- 15 seconds of it? It's it's 25 seconds of one song, but it plays over and over again, so it seems like it's a real good song. Uh, I, I just, like, what are you listening to right now? Because I see your hit clips are right there next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, um, I have Bye 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 by NSYNC, and it kind mm. of, like, I've re-edited it myself, where it's just Bye 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 over and over again. It's very fun. Because you can edit your own videos and uh, use the music to create a new song, if that's what you're into, if you're into hit clips. If you're into this hit thing called hit clips. It, Honestly, I was kind of made for hit clips. I do go back and repeat the same little bit of a song and the same song on repeat so many times. I think it worked well specifically with um, Broken People. <laughs> if any of this is like hitting with you, then uh, please make sure to tune in to me and Cassie's new early 90s nostalgia toy show. Yo, what's up, 90s toys? Let's do this, funky. Um, where me and Cassie go through all the <laughs> so toys good. in the 90s. And it's so important that you do add the funky, but make sure there's three dots after. The funky isn't too sure. There's a question mark and an exclamation at it, um, or else you won't find our podcast. Also, if you want to get the best episodes, add an X-T-R-E-M-E to the end of that. And mm-hmm. it's those are the best conversations where we talk about race relations and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I also have our good friend Caitlin here. Yes, um, I, I've been wanting to talk to you guys because I know that it's like a podcast with just you two, but I like do have a hit clip too. Um, what song are you listening to right now? I'm listening to Madonna Hollywood, but it's just her saying Hollywood over and over and over again. And I really, really like it. You know what I want to It's make? my favorite to listen to as I stare out a window. <laughs> and you think about the days when you would um, want to be in Hollywood? Yeah. And you were going to be a big actress? Cass- Cassie, should we let Caitlin on this show? If she has a hit clip, then we should do it. She's instantly in. I have a hit clip. If you currently have a hit hip clip, um, (laughs) and you're listening to something, you can come on the podcast. You're one of us. And honestly, like, there's it's not just music; it's sports. I have a hit clip that's just ESPN's little na 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 na, and I listen to that all day, every day, on repeat. That's fucking good shit. You know what else you can get? The commercial ones. I have that Home Depot. (laughs) Ding 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 ding. That's not it, but. 
The Home Depot one bangs, and I have that on repeat, 100%. I just got the new, um, your mattress is free! Your mattress is free! <laughs> hit clip. So I listen to that a lot. I, I got that... Canine Advantix. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Are these local references? Nah, surely Canine Advantix isn't. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Please pick mosquitoes. <laughs> surely, father. <laughs> <laughs> that was all ingrained in our head as a child, right? <laughs> uh, Everyone knows that, yeah. I just got one eight seven seven cars for kids. <laughs> so, Donate uh, your car today. <laughs> eight six six sixty six faster. You've got the green light. Well, we were kind of made for a nostalgia podcast. Fuck, <laughs> fuck comic book TV shows. Coming we up, don't... not tonight is Secret Invasion. <laughs> Throwing the script out of here. We have a whole new thing planned. Um, but I can't do that. Mike would scream at us, you guys. I can't. I simply can't do that. Um, we are going to talk about comic book TV shows. Later on, we'll, we, we, we will be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, two of their joints, guys. Their new one, Dead City, as well. Superman and Lois, Gotham Knights, Riverdale, and the Stan Lee doc. But before we get to all of that, let's talk about Secret Invasion. The MCU on Disney Plus is back with Secret Invasion. Based on a Brian Michael Bendis comic book from 2008, Secret Invasion plants the idea that while the hot wars of Thanos and Ultron and Loki and Kang and Hela and Ronan were happening, there was also a Cold War going on, where the shape-shifting aliens known as the Skrulls were imitating humans so that they could take over our planet. The one person who could stop them? Nicholas J. Fury, in his very natural running style. <laughs> Taste buds, it has been declared that the MCU is in a creative slump, both on the large and small screens. Does Secret Invasion have what it takes to pull us out of the swoon? Uh, Caitlin? Okay, so I when I watch this, I've watched every single fucking MCU show like, I, and movie. Every fucking thing, guys. We have done every, every fucking thing. Every fucking thing has been consumed I was kind of lost and I couldn't remember where the scrolls were coming. And like they were talking about things and I was like, we needed like a good recap before this. Cause I was like, mm-hmm, there, this mm-hmm. is, you needed to spoon feed me what I needed to know. Oh wait, Caitlin, this. you didn't know that Galagool was, who was friends with Babylar was. I didn't know that like, Gabagool was going to be in this, Ryan. <laughs> Gabagool, the most Italian soprano of all the scrolls. It's like, hey, where's Schnaffsnots? Because we, I mean, and then looks at the camera and like, we all know who Schnaffsnots is, right? We all know. <laughs> oh, Ryan. I literally was like, I, we saw, what's his name? Bilbo Baggins. Uh, Martin Small. Martin Freeman. <laughs> Martin Freeman. Martin Smalls. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins is running, and that's how we open this up. And I'm like, good, I know this guy. And then they're like, no, it's actually not him. You don't know this guy, motherfucker. You don't know him. Bilbo Baggins with an ascot. And I was like, okay, look at this little bitch who came up into the screen. I was here for him. And then they were like, this is the fake one. And I was like, I want I want that one. Bring that one back. But has he always been fake? <laughs> they said no, because they said he was pretending there was one comment that Colby Smolders made. Hey, Ryan, they said no because he was pretending. <laughs> no, <laughs> time out. Time out doesn't count. He was, he was pretending. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 you guys. He said no. They said no because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, wow, he's been fake this whole time because that's what like the opening thing said. Like People aren't who you think they are. It's like, oh, man, he's a scroll. But he wasn't. He was just pretending to be. 
Mr. Martin <laughs> Freeman. Mr. Martin. Bilbo. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bilbo Baggins. Our favorite substitute teacher, Mr. Martin Freeman. I'm I'm usually down on previously on's because really what they're doing is they're giving away shit. Like why would they yeah. show that in the previously on? Oh, because that's important. But mm-hmm. there were scenes in this episode um that I thought like it was fine overall. Like it, overall it was okay. But there were scenes where like Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelson, who plays the main scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose name we can't even remember now, having recently watched it. Uh, they were like, well, I haven't been the same since Jabubabor died. And Samuel, Samuel Jackson's like, oh, God, no, not Jabubabor. And he's like, yes, Jabubabor. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys saying? I was so, I was like, because I remember Nick Fury was sitting in like a car with the scroll in like the. Miss Marvel, not Miss Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Right. So I was like, man, did I not pay attention or has it been too many fucking years since Captain Marvel? Probably too many years since Captain Marvel. Caitlin, did you not pay attention in 2006? Because it was going to be vital (laughs) to a Disney Plus show coming out way later. And then I had consumed 23 other fucking movies in between that. So I'm sorry I forgot Marvel. Now, uh, the 23 movies were not Marvel movies. Those were all uh, French new new wave movies, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I think I might be confused. She watches capital F film only. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I watch capital the- I F capital I L M film. Did this look different to you? What What did this look closer to? A Marvel movie or your average episode of Agents of Shield? Agents of Shield for yeah. sure. Yeah. One hundred Don't we think that's a problem too? Is that like if there's they're spending so much money and we're supposed to get so amped up? This is ABC. It feels like ABC. Yeah. It seemed, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like they weren't thinking everything through. Like, we weren't getting enough knowledge. Like, they were just expecting us to accept things. And Marvel's at a point where we're not the audience to accept things like that. It's like, we need to, there's too much lore that they need us to know. We've put or in years of work we need to know. We need to know. If the three of us are confused, think about, like, our spouses and moms and, like, nieces, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they're like... What the fuck is this? Gabababor? <laughs> Ryan, they've just given up. Yeah, the they're done, of times huh? I'll try to put on a show and be like, do you want to give it a shot? And they'll just be like, no, fuck that shit. I'm yeah. not going to spend my time on that. Like, they just don't have it in them anymore. We wore them out. Yeah. But there was so many moments when we were talking, there's um when one of the, the main scroll guy runs into... um His daughter? His... Didn't, was it daughter? <laughs> we I, think we think it's Gibble Glorp is his daughter. We think yes. Uh, okay, so Emil, Emily, Emil. I've never um, Emily Clark from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was Warrior Nun. Khaleesi. Khaleesi plays oh. the daughter. Okay, um, that's insane that she is now here. Yeah. I'm okay, sorry. it's not a step down. It's a step up. Yeah. From Game I'm, of. Th- no, nah, I'm not going to argue this. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so like this is supposed to be a really big, impactful moment, and sort of change the the, the how the Cold War works, right? Is like, are, whose side are you going to be on? Ben Mendelsohn, his character, his scroll is very much on Earth's side. Mm-hmm. He's not going to switch. He made it through Captain Marvel, uh, so like he's there. Can he convince his daughter, who did not know her mom was dead, and Caitlin, her her mom's name was Gibble Glorp. Yeah, Glibble Glorp. Um, 
so and then she, now I feel like she's in between. She's somewhere in the middle. But is she? Because I, it seemed like she fed them incorrect information. And are, like, is this mysterious? Is this like, ooh, what's going to happen next? That's what, like, even now as we're trying to, like, talk about it and build it up, it's like, ultimately, does it matter? <laughs> I mean, Kobe Smolders died and Martin Freeman died. and But did Martin Freeman and die? And also, did they? And then Ryan. I have to ask, did they? <laughs> I could tell you, that ending moment, that's where it didn't feel, it no longer, the last, I'll say, like, 10 minutes or so um, is where it lost a bit of the ABC feel for me. Uh-huh. And it seemed like that's where they put all the budget in those. Correct. Like, like the explosions weren't like they weren't terrible. And that was like obviously the high stakes moment and like them just blowing up the whole town square. I was like, okay, now you're now you got my attention. This, this is amped up. All this feels the, like all a movie. Sudden. Mm-hmm. It went from ABC to Born Identity. That's Yeah. Mission Impossible Born Identity. <laughs> I felt that. And also, it was like, there's enough going on in the world where blowing up a town square, it's like, this is fucking, this is, I don't know, it was like too close to home to me. I was like, this is. It's truly terrifying. I was like, this is actually terrifying. And um, I see like this, the scariness. And then they killed Colby Smulders. And I was like, no, not Colby. Not, not Colby. She has the coolest name ever. You can't but take Colby from us. When they shot that shot, like it was a fadeaway and they were like, Kobe. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> they did have the shot when the first, the dude. Uh, like hits the igniter for the first explosion and he just stands there as it explodes behind him. Yeah. Listen, I know it's a shot that's done all the time. It looked fucking cool for that cool guy. Cool guys walk <laughs> away from explosions. He didn't even walk away. He, he stood there stone cold. He was like, yeah, this shit is blowing up all around me. And I'll- he's like, and I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> now, this person's name, if I can call him a person, is Kingsley Benadir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he's from, but guys, am I gay? <laughs> he's hot he's very very hot is yeah. that like the are most we perfect to know who he is too in the They're, marvel world they yeah. keep making it seem like it for sure as I soon as he so. had his dramatic reveal it felt like somebody i was supposed to know like i'm wondering if that he has some sort of relation to nick fury like because oh. because like the way that nick fury is looking at him and the way he didn't react right away mm-hmm. i'm wondering if there's like if this is a scroll that we know or if this is someone or he's like taking he, the face of someone he knows what if he got busy up in space, had a little sun, that sun came down? Yeah, I don't or know. He could have pulled a Hulk, you know? I'm honestly Boom. like, remember when we used to put chips on things? Like with uh-huh. Riverdale endings? I, I will put some chips on that, Cassie. That Hell sounds yeah. legit. That's yeah. his space love child, and he's Ooh, bitter at daddy. Space love child. <laughs> Do you think Ghibli Glorp was a mom? Yeah, Ghibli Glorp has to be. <laughs> God damn. She... Do you guys uh, think Space Love Child is the best David Bowie song? Yeah. <laughs> This, if they took the soap opera route, I'm now more interested versus this whole like kind of Cold War thing that's happening where I have to worry about mm-hmm. uh, scrolls overtaking the planet. Like, is the only place we've seen scrolls before? Is it just Captain Marvel? I think so. They've, no, they've, they've like made appearances. I think at like end credits. That's what I thought, but I was like, that's all we've gotten is Captain Marvel and end credits. I and also, maybe. if Secret Invasion does itself well, this is how the comic book worked, is that there were many times in many movies where it was a scroll You just didn't know. Mm. And that's all going to be revealed. And that is enticing, right? Like That's cool. That like yeah. makes me want to watch, but that's not... That's gotcha storytelling as opposed to like, 
emotional storytelling. That's not character yeah. storytelling. That's like, you got to see what happens next as opposed to get us connected to these characters. Yeah, and, that's I mean, solely feeding into the machine of we have to watch everything they put out. Like, right, exactly. Or it, or else, or else you won't understand, which is mm-hmm. not going to work. That's not a, like that's not a good game to play anymore. The character that I am most interested in is definitely uh, Globaglorb, <laughs> who I will say died? I will say Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Okay, I, thank I, you. I, I will say that first of all, um, so short. Just she's so tiny, but uh, uh, aside from that, um, she, now we have like a real interest in her decision making, what mm-hmm. decision she makes, and mm-hmm. she can keep surprising us, which is not something that these characters can typically do is like offer us surprises because we know based on the comic books or because based on we have sequels already signed up for, there can be yeah. no surprises, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that what is Sorry to jump from her to this, but what did you guys think of Olivia Coleman? So this is a spy show, and that means Brits, right? Like mm-hmm. they're the king of the spy genre. And so we meet Olivia Coleman, Oscar winner Olivia Coleman, um, sits Fury down and says, "You know, you're being ridiculous." Blah blah blah. He spies on her by putting like switching the eye of an owl or something. Yeah. But is she exciting? Nah. I don't know who, like, yeah, not very exciting. I don't know anything about her. I didn't, again, it was another one, like, am I supposed to know who she is kind of thing? Um, I just love yeah. the actress, but the character is nobody. The character is nobody yet. Maybe cut and we'll paste get... of, yeah. like you said, the Brit spy lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, do you think the whole, like, Russian aspect, like, I feel like Marvel keeps going back to, like, there's so many ones where Russia is our bad guy, essentially. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, at a certain point, like, we've had this same storyline so many times that, like, I don't know, like, do you want to branch out or are we just down with Russia? We just really fucking hate Russia. Well, I love this. on the U.S.-Russian, like, Cold War thing. So. Mm-hmm. This idea of Cassie on the Marvel team. Uh, you know, it's like Winter Soldier and Black Panther and Cassie. And Cassie's like, oh, Russia again? Oh, oh Russia. <laughs> okay, Russia. Oh. Yeah, great. Um, what really did it for me was the little girl who kept showing up with that big bright ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she ended up being the hot, the hot guy. The, oh, no way. Yeah. Cause she, she shapeshifted. She was a scroll. Mm. That's why Nick Fury was like, oh, big ball, big mm. ball girl. <laughs> look weird. <laughs> and then he's, he sees big ball girl just... when he's supposed to be watching the backpacks and he's like, oh my God, it's a hot dude. <laughs> Not a big ball girl. It's just every time Russia, it's like, here's <laughs> everything dark and gray. Um, How do we make sure this person stands out? Here's a rainbow uh, ball. Big ball girl. Give, give girl big ball. Big ball. Big ball girl. <laughs> I also wonder, like, and I think that we're hinting towards this, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen, of Nick Fury's, like, lack of sanity. Like, he's mm-hmm. older and he's paranoid. And he has every right to be, right? Like, this is the fucking scroll war. But also, mm-hmm. is he going to make bad decisions? Um, yeah. And if that that's something else that future episodes could make interesting. Well, that's what everyone is keeping is saying about him. It's like, you're not the you're same. You're old. Blip. You're so old. <laughs> not even behind his back. They sit him down and they're like, hey, bitch, you ain't got it no more. 
the one thing I learned from this is Nick Fury has changed. And do I remember how? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Have I seen it? Maybe. There was one moment they were like, they kept referring to um, ever since the snap. And there mm-hmm. was like, the snap we got down. You don't got to keep mentioning the snap. We know that. We know he po- poofed away. And that was the one they were like, remember when you were snapped away? You haven't been the same. And then we got a pre- like we went back to it and saw him get snapped again. I was like, this is the one thing I'm solid on, you I guys. I knew that. <laughs> I, I know what happened. I got this one. At one point, Caitlin said while we were watching it, she was like, uh, is Nick Fury changed because of Batman versus Superman? It's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no. No, that's not how this works. Um, uh, can we talk about one elephant, Cassie, real quick? Yeah. Uh, it's the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, should we discuss that? We uh, have probably you, should. Have you guys heard about this on social media? Yes. An uproar? Um, so if you haven't watched it, uh, social, uh, or, uh, intro for a spy movie, very easy, right? It's like mm-hmm. document redacted, bunch of like redacted files. You throw them on the desk. Uh, but instead this is like very clearly AI generated art mm-hmm. in the middle of a writer's strike. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, pretty. It's not creative. It's clearly computer generated, uh, right when writers are really freaking out about their jobs. And I think mm-hmm. this is in poor fucking taste. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah. The timing is insane. But the fact that, like, this strike has been going... This strike is still going on. Like, we've had some time. They could have, like, rush-paid some artists to put some good shit together. Files. Like, files on the read, desk. Files on the desk. Like, <laughs> read what's happening. The fact that they doubled down and were like, well, I've already made the computer make it, so... <laughs> I, I already spent one second hitting click. <laughs> I can't simply hit delete on this. Um, I'm going to have to put it out there. There was like some article where they like talked to him and why he did it. And I just, I didn't have it in me to hear him try to be like, I thought it would be innovative. I thought I was with the times. Like, it's I just... the least innovative thing you can do. The, yeah. Literally the least innovative thing. A black screen would have been more innovative. Mm-hmm. The look is weird too. Like mm-hmm. it's just... It's the feel of it. It sets a tone, which is unfortunate right at the beginning where you're like, ooh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure about it. The other thing, there, on top of that, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. It's just the the art that they chose, the style, I feel like it's like, it looks like AI art. Like right. everyone's face it, yeah. is like squished together like squishy. a pug sometimes. Squishy. Missing half the face, which I get it. Like with the scrolls, they were trying to do something like that. Like, but there's times where it worked where like the faces morphed into the scrolls. And there's other times where it's just you have Nick Fury up there and his face is squished. And it's like, why? Why? Yeah, you just get like a malnourished Nick Fury up there. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I want from this. Yeah. On top of that, that comes after a intro scene where everyone's freaking out, or at least this one character is freaking out about a minority who wants something but like what they're afraid of is that they're going to take over the world they're going to influence everybody this minority is going to like perform shows at libraries and do all of this crazy shit like that back-to-back thing of kind of gross conservatism Mm back-to-back with the ai intro i don't know man that it was hard to come back from that for me Mm -hmm. yeah that's why literally like i wasn't 
there for like I wasn't with the story at all until like the last end when it really picked up and ramped up like into an action scene which is just naturally going to get your attention sure but it just like it was it took so long to get that taste out of my mouth where I wasn't even like connecting for so long with it you know once once you like they started spending money that's when Cassie was like oh yeah I was like you got me you have you have to spend that money girl Blow some stuff up. Let me see it happen. Have a hot guy and blow some stuff up. That's all I'm asking this, for. The formula is so simple, <laughs> and it's always been there, and they don't always use it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and go to moments of the week. I figured we covered most of it. Um, Ryan, do you got a moment of the week? Uh, I do, after Caitlin goes. Uh, I was just going to go with the big ball girl. I thought... So good. I also thought it was very Russia. Like... She had I, she had like the the t- stereotypical like braids and everything too. Yeah. I was like, this is like a Russian child from like like a picture book, and the fact that they pulled that from the pages and that's gonna be our that's gonna be the thing that Nick Fury is like, oh, he's actually Detective Boy because mm-hmm. he sees Big Ball Girl with. <laughs> It's like he out of a crowd, he could spot her. He found her <laughs> with the rainbow ball, which is, I mean, how conservative can we get? Um, but I, God, it was my moment of the week, though, because I was like, <laughs> I don't know, fun. <laughs> you know. I've got two. One, um, Fury has to get up and get pumped to do this. And one of the ways he gets pumped up to uh, rid the world of scrolls is to scream, I love my species. Which is something <laughs> I don't that even I, remember that. I've never screamed before. But my, uh. Other, uh, my other one is Dermot Mulroney. Or uh, somebody who dated Jessica Day uh, on New Girl, I don't know, is the president. And for them to bring in an actor of his caliber to be the president in the history, like, we don't know who the president is in the MCU, means he's scroll as fuck. There's no way that they're signing that guy to be the president in one scene to walk up the stairs and talk to Don Cheadle for 10 (laughs) seconds. Oh, (laughs) we didn't even touch on the Don Cheadle part. Is Don Cheadle a narc or is he a scrawl? <laughs> Fucking narc, dude. Hey, it's, it's not a binary like that, Caitlin, okay? It's a spectrum. Are you narc or are you scroll? <laughs> <laughs> um, my moment of the week was just um, when Samuel L. Jackson, a.k.a. Nick Fury, uh, they interrogate the art guy who gave them bombs to off to the scrolls. Um, and he's got like an old chair from like Louis the Fourteenth or some shit, yeah. and he's just commenting on how comfy it is. And then he shouts like, "He was like, we should take this to the other room." He's like, "You got more of them Louis the Fourteenth chairs? Good, good moment from Sammy there." I would expect a lot more of in this series of Samuel Jackson finding a chair and sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will deliver my dialogue from here, please, sir. <laughs> it's giving that vibe. Um, that is it for Secret Invasion. I do have time to talk about a website. And Caitlin, mm-hmm. you got a big website idea? Yes. It is all about purple butts. Okay. Yeah, um, it's a bad disease, actually. Oh, no, it's a disease. I yep. thought you were dying the butts purple for funsies. No, it's a disease called purple butts. Wow. Tell me about this disease. Um, well, that's actually what my website's all about, is telling you about the disease of purple butts. Uh-huh. And it, it really affects a lot of monkeys, um, oh. especially, um, like, uh, baboons. Mm. Um, and, like, you know they're supposed to have, like, red butts. Yeah. And sometimes they have purple butts. Yeah. So my website is going to be there to educate people on why purple butts are bad and how, what we can do to, you know, help these monkeys have red butts again. It means they just so- got fucked, right? <laughs> 
Ryan, don't ruin my website. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Ryan, she, no. She needed the clicks. Ryan. <laughs> Who knows what mysteries this website will unlock? How how do we help them? How do we how do we do this? Um what's the URL for that one that people can go to? <laughs> Spanked is purple book. <laughs> Oh, I'm surprised you were able to take that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad that one was still available for you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I got some friends who would just love to help you make that website. That's, oh, wow. That's cybersprout.net. They're going to need to know what's up with those purple butts, and they're going to need to know how to help you. That's because they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They'll even migrate your website for free. Wow. They'll take it from the wild and put it out into the interverse, you know? Um, interverse is my favorite. They work hand-in-hand hand with you. They focus Focus on collaboration and goal-driven design. Cybersprout.net, your partner for Digital World. Coming up next, it's the pull list. It's time for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Fear the Walking Dead. On the season eight mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead, Morgan has turned into a murderous Hulk who, when he gets angry, starts to literally see red, black out, and go on a murderous rampage, hurting anyone in his sight, including Moe and Madison, who get hashtag wrecked. Taste buds, I ask you, which one of us is most likely to develop this Hulk syndrome? Ooh, me. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be it's Caitlin, me. yeah. I like that for a second, you yourself put up like, ooh, who could ooh. it be? <laughs> nah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, I just think... Not to pull back the curtain too much, but I think they, uh, I would like to think that Cassie and I are like, if something happens that's good, we're like, huh, and bad, we're like, huh. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, when it's good, she is the person you want to be around, right? Because she makes it fun, And but when it's bad, ooh, you girl, gotta, get oof. the fuck away. You gotta fucking clear. I'll fucking smash the shit out of you. She, and not like now, in the Cassie, fun way, not the fun way. No, not not smash that way. Uh, Cassie, you said see red and black out. Yeah. Are there different colors that would be better? Like pink? Mm. Or you mean like blue? Aquamarine? Um, See Aquamarine <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and then green out, which means smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> then yeah, there are better colors. I'm sure that's what you're trying to get at, right? Yes. Perfect. Nailed it. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. Our next show is The Walking Dead Dead City. On the There's so many Walking Deads, Cassie. It's unbearable. On the premiere of The Walking Dead Dead City, we re-meet up with our two main characters, Negan and Maggie, who have just reunited and decided to work together to try and get Maggie's son, Herschel, back from a dude named Crote who is holding him hostage. Taste buds, I wanted to ask you something like, why must we continue to suffer at the hands of The Walking Dead? But then I found out there's a dude named Crote. And doesn't that sound way too much like Scrote? It's like, it's like a scrote and a goat just like <laughs> <laughs> i love it the i think that's team. The, the best thing that came out of the walking dead is scrote <laughs> scrote the goat i can't name name a single thing that you sort of love despite its smell <laughs> that rhymes that rhymes with that word everything that rhymes with that word you sort of love even though it stinks <laughs> I don't. I can't wait. I'm more invested to just figure out what his name is from because surely his birth given name isn't Crow or his parents did hate him. It can be, <laughs> um, but there's got to be some back lore to this, and I'm more invested than that than anything in The Walking Dead I've ever been. <laughs> um, just need to know what's going on with Crow. <laughs> say it all together. Are, Crow. <laughs> are you guys upset that um, 
a new Walking Dead show premiered and we're not covering it. I've like, never been like just seeing it on the pull list was enough. Um, so relieved, so happy. Thank you so much for this gift. Is is there what is the percent chance that it's any better or worse than any other episode of any Walking Dead show that has ever come out? Okay, I've read a couple articles on it because I was intrigued. Um, because Croat, because Croat, um, half of them are I think on that brainwash thing where they're like, this one's got the juice, this one, this, this is, is it, it guys. the revival. Other ones were straight up like, I think we are so broken. Um, I'll take anything at this point. These have been the best characters in so long, and now they're together. So this is its best shot to be even a glimmer of what it was. Um, people who are like, this is the, this is it. The Walking Dead is back. Are the same people who are like, this is it. We got Trump. Yeah, we got him. We got him. He's gonna go to jail now. Yeah, it's they're just they're so delusional. But it's um. It's out there. It's apparently, so far, okay, or a little better than okay. So if you want to tune in for that, it's Sundays on AMC. Our next show is Superman and Lois. And on this week's episode of Superman and Lois, because of Bruno Mannheim's confession, Lex Luthor is getting out of jail, and we get a flashback of how evil he really is. Meanwhile, Jordan loves being super almost as much as he loves his goggles, which is way too much. Taste buds, I ask you this. How would you react if you walked in on a zombie Superman eating rats? Wow. Um, a question that was related to everything else that I said. Completely related. <laughs> um, if I walked in on a zombie Superman eating rats, I think I would be like, hey, friend. Um, and you got to start it off with friend. Hey, friend, because you know he's a zombie and you know he's eating rats, so you, you're next, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get the fuck out of there. You do not stay there one more second because mm-hmm. it is Superman. He is zombie. He's rat eating. But he's so fast. He's so fast. He's so fast where he could come get you. Do you just try to befriend him because you know you're kind of like done for at that point? I, I mean, he's zombie, so I don't think there is True any friendship in there. He do be zombie. Um, but that is actually something that happened in this week's episode, Cassie, which is... Um, absolutely wild and was i it, never thought it was gonna happen was it kind of just like a c-plot going on like it no it was uh i mean that was the end of the episode that happened they were like all these crazy things happen like jordan is drunk on power and just wants everyone to know he's a super kid mm. um and stuff like that but and his parents are like no you got to keep the secret got to keep the secret and he's like what if i don't want to so there's that whole plot and then there's the plot of lex luther and how evil he actually is which guys this lex luther is like Riverside. Well, explain. <laughs> bald, this is the guy from Walking Dead, right? Maybe. Yeah, no, this is a big character from Walking Dead. I will He's look up like his actually actor name. terrifying. Like when I see him, like he looks like a different Lex Luthor than what I've seen before. Because, you know, I, I just go back to Smallville and think of like Michael Rosenbaum and he's mm-hmm. like kind of like a friendly friend of Clark. That skinny bitch. Yeah. That, like you could fight him. Like Yeah. Yeah, you could fight him. This guy, he is, you could see immediately how manipulative he is with people, how he uses his power and how he doesn't have even have to like hit anyone to like even show his power and it's like he's terrifying when mm. he comes on screen. Then we do see him do some punches and it's like, oh, beans. Um, but you can see the punches aren't where his big power is. It's like he's created like this whole thing. But yeah, he's terrifying. We have a moment where Lois Lane is a person who put him in jail like 16 or so years ago or longer because it was before she had her kids. So Lex Luthor gets out of jail. He gets the pe- press to be quiet for an hour so he can go to Lois Lane's house. Mm-hmm. And so he's at 
the fucking Clark, the Kent household in their front yard. Clark, for some reason, didn't realize that Lex Luthor's out front. Okay. Um, and then he comes to threaten her and says that if she doesn't stop writing, then he's going to come get her, quote unquote. So I was like, oh, my God, this is oh. scary. Oh, geez. And then we get zombie Superman. Do you know what he looks like? It's if uh, Lex Luthor was from Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. It's the beard. And Ryan, what is the one thing that when you think of Lex Luthor, what is like the one physical trait that Lex Luthor has to have? Bald. 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 Correct. This Lex Luthor has hair and never had to lose hair. He chose to take his hair from himself and he shaves his head every what day. A weirdo. And I was like. Making sacrifices like Jesus Christ did. <laughs> I was like, of all the choices, they were like, no, this this Lex, we saw him with hair. There's one thing I want to be canon across all of them, and it's that I want him to be bald in a in it happened in a cornfield when he was a child. I want it to be traumatic, where he's like made fun of with a young as a young boy. Wait, what happened? Is this Smallville? Smallville he loses hair. Smallville, he lost it, his hair in the in the meteor shower. He was in a cornfield during the meteor shower. It, it just, scraped his head, and now he can never grow just back scalped hair. Him. <laughs> Because <laughs> the trauma, the follicles are so traumatized. By the meteor rocks, Ryan. Ryan, that's the best explanation of why a man is bald, okay? The There's best. No, hold on. This is the pilot episode. We have to explain <laughs> everything. He's going to be bald. We have to explain everything. <laughs> Ryan, it was so good. That was Smallville. But this one, they were like, he had the literally the most luscious, like curly, like blonde hair. And he like had it was very very thick, and when we were going uh, this- compare him to um uh what is the arrow that no uh Lionel, Lionel Luther. Luther Lionel okay Lionel yeah. Luther Grandpa shredded Grandpa <laughs> Lionel Luther had like long wispy hair like angel hair right yeah but you could tell it was wispy wispy this is like but this thick, is thick thick hair like a thick thick <laughs> like a lion like a <laughs> like a lion's mane but all curled up on his head he had little curls and when he went to jail because obviously Lois put him in jail for this whole My- Mannheim tri- mm-hmm. trial which was incorrect her um, findings um he decided it was time to shave his head and th- from there on he was bald he decided he's bald boy he's bald boy and i was like why why did you wait that long to go bald? What is this choice, Superman and Lois people? Why? Why? And that was my only question. Really Everything else know. I really liked. <laughs> I was just really confused about the hair thing. I mean, it makes sense that little Superboy um, is wanting to be a hero. Because, I mean, if you're a kid with superpowers who's mm-hmm. always been like in the shadow of like a little weak, sensitive boy, like of course you're going to want some props for uh, saving people. Yes. And, okay, the goggles, guys. I think the first time I saw them, I was just making fun of how dumb they looked. Mm -hmm. So everyone has seen like uh, the when he saved Sarah and one other guy Mm -hmm. in a car, the guy in the car saw him and saw his goggles. That was like the only thing he saw. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's dumb. He wears goggles. He's like, he saved me, but he wears goggles. So then everyone at school was talking about this superhero who has such bad fashion choice. And to use these goggles, he's like, goggles are cool. And he just like gets all in it. It's like, that person's really cool. You shouldn't be making fun of that person because they have goggles. Hell yeah. And um, just goes on, continues to talk about his goggles and how much he loves them. 
And um, I thought that was a really good plot of this um, episode as well. I mean, we've all been there. We've all yeah. made a fashion choice as a kid and really tried to double down on it. I mean, so. I had a stuffed animal, so I really doubled down on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really what I wanted to come out on the podcast. Thank you so much for admitting it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, do you got a moment of the week? Yes, I do. Um, my moment of the week is um, is Sarah. Um, she is like in like a deep like like sadness depression depression yeah. <laughs> the big deep one that's the deep one the big what's that one sadness where it's like super sad <laughs> it's like Oof. She's, she's like in a super sad right now mm. um and uh jordan's not helping at all because like he's just trying to get all of this he, he wants to feel all the like the superpowers and stuff like that and like have the people love him mm-hmm. so he's kind of taking it out on her and um Lo- lana is being like a good mom like what do you want to do we can do anything you want to do and and sarah's like i want to get a tattoo she's like okay no we can't do that but what do you want to do and she's like i want to dye my hair so we're going to get a whole episode with her dyeing her hair and i can't wait for that cuz sarah oh, deserves that's it next week on next week next on week. next week that's on, not even in this we're getting dyed hair and then we're also getting rat eating superman <laughs> fucking two banger plots (laughs) i've ever heard it god i can't wait next week is gonna be wild cassie i'm uh deleting next week on where at the end of the show you say this i'm gonna say uh, what's her name's getting her hair dyed yeah it's a big get um superman and lois is tuesdays on the cw you're gonna want to catch next week's our next show is gotham knights on this week's episode of gotham knights the new canceled show uh the team springs into action after uncovering the existence of evidence that could clear their names meanwhile harvey follows a lead that could help him finally piece together what happened the night that bruce wayne was murdered taste buds i ask you this does knowing that the murder of bruce wayne might actually be solved make you want to watch the now canceled gotham knights um, does knowing that the Flash came out this weekend, knowing that the DCEU is over, make everyone stay home from going to see the Flash? It does. <laughs> it, no one, why watch? I guess, like, that's the thing is, like, nobody cares about watching this anymore. Yeah. yeah. If it's Did not they care continued into another thing. Oh, I, you know how much I loved Gotham Knights. <laughs> you know he was a diehard for this shit. He's a GK head. GK for days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> all right, all you GK kids. Uh, it's Tuesdays on the CW, but I'm sure you already know that. Our next show is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Archie and Reggie lean on each other as they prepare for their big basketball game against Stonewall Prep. Meanwhile, as they deal with ongoing issues with their parents, Betty and Veronica decide to throw a slumber party with Kevin and Clay. I have said recently that Archie and Reggie are the couple of the season, and Betty and Veronica decide in this episode that Kevin and Clay are the couple of this season. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Guess who's in love in this episode and climbs into the top three? So we have Archie and Reggie. Okay. We've got Kevin and Clay. Okay. Guess who's number three? Veronica and Betty? Caitlin, it's Veronica and Betty. You know what? Where they move in with each other. Wow. And sit on a couch and they look at each other, guys, in a way that made me feel weird. <laughs> and they're like, you know what would be weird? You know what's crazy? What if boys are stupid? What if two girls kissed? And I was like, do I need to add my No, it's okay. We can, we can fill it, it in. We all know okay. paste Ryan into here. We got it. 
Um, and so, and they are now calling each other on the phone and wishing each other good night, and like they are in love. It's so that's it. Archie, Reggie, Kevin Clay, Betty, Veronica. That is how this season is going. There's one show celebrating Pride Month as it should be. It's Riverdale. Everyone, the true heroes out here, clap it up for them. I love them. Um, this is. I'm assuming is this all we got going on on Riverdale? Is are we just dealing with like couple stuff mainly? Oh, there was other stuff that happened outside of this scene where they almost kissed. Mm, but weird. Cassie, I'm gonna say I forgot about all of it. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I? You know what I did uh, watch though is I watched this on the CW app, and I would like to talk to you guys about the commercials. That yes, I saw. <laughs> yeah, I'm very yeah. familiar with them. Uh huh. Um, first of all, let's go to the BJ's commercial <laughs> where this person is. <laughs> Ooh, right. Uh, she's like BJ's, where all of the life moments happens, and she meets her the, the person she's going to like stay with forever, and then he proposes to her in yes. the next scene at BJ's, and then they celebrate at BJ's. But he proposes. Yep, <laughs> he proposes, and then the whole BJ's is like, yes, yes, congratulations, <laughs> you've got engaged at a BJ's. <laughs> making you the single trashiest (laughs) couple I've ever and then later on it cuts to now you're celebrating your daughter's 8th birthday at BJ's BJ's how important BJ's do you think that you are (laughs) how how much do you think that we love Pazookis like this is insane they're like they're in the room like guys do you know how many big moments we've been a part of people's lives like they come into our restaurants and they're like this is where i met the love of my life this is where it all changed for me no but like straight up the answer is zero zero right zero zero important moments have ever happened at a bj yeah absolutely none it's insane a good old beer, right. a good old pint comes out of it. But Ryan, I saw the same exact commercial, and I was like, "What the fuck?" It made me stop <laughs> for not the right reasons. Uh, Caitlin, your husband proposed to you in Hawaii. Yeah. Was it that BJ's in Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, we all love that love BJ's that in Hawaii. Ryan, you knew it. You knew it. I was making fun of them and said it wasn't real, but it's because it's my life. You knew he was about to get down on one knee, and you were like, "Let's get to a fucking BJ's." <laughs> so this is important. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold so on, so we can remember this. <laughs> Just think, if we were to come back to BJ's, we can remember this forever. <laughs> BJ's. It's not even Chili's. A far better restaurant. Uh, the other one, uh, the other commercial, Cassie, was um, the Better Help commercial, which I actually thought was legit, where it was a guy trying to lift weights, uh-huh. and he, he cannot get the, lift, the weight lifted up off of his chest, and he's like, no. And somebody else from the um, gym is like, do you want me to help you lift that weight? And he was like, no. Because then what if my girlfriend hears about this? What if my parents hear about this? What if I tell, what if I need help? I can't ever tell anybody I need help. And then he just dies under the weight. Uh-huh. Because that's that's pretty good. That's good. And then there's the BJ's commercial. <laughs> right. And then that guy got engaged to that other guy in the gym. Because all the, it was a gym slash BJ's. God. So good. Um you got a moment of the moment week? Moment of the week? Yeah. Yeah, I have two. Um, the BJ's commercial. <laughs> that played eight times. The Blossom, uh, Mr. Blossom is not upset that his son is in the hospital dying. And uh, what's her name? Cheryl. Cheryl. The red Cheryl uh, comes up and says, 
hey, uh, why aren't you scared about your son about to die? And he says, well, he's always been a dunce. Oh. Damn. Okay. Savage. That's a good one. Dude, call people dunces more often. That's <laughs> really good. My other uh, moment of the week is, Cassie, it is uh, Reggie's on the outs because he's brown, because he's Asian, so like we can't use him. We have to find a new ringer to come on to the basketball team. Mm. He's from New York, and he's white as fuck. Who do you think that is? Do we get K.O. Kelly? It's K.O. fucking what? Kelly. Yes, bitch. <laughs> no, 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 Kelly, or er, Cassie, stop uh, celebrating him. Uh-huh. That means that you're white as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's like a bad situation, and um, I know that, but it's also K.O. Kelly, and you know I love my little trash boy. Oh, he's such trash. Love him. He's so much trashier than Reggie, who happens to be half Vietnamese, but is an awesome person. Yeah. And then there's this guy who was destined to be trash because they named him K.O. Kelly. And <laughs> he just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, so you're telling me future Riverdale is going to have more K.O.? No. I'm saying future Riverdale is going to have B plus B and... I will put my B into NEV. Great. I'm glad we got there. Riverdale's Wednesdays on the CW. Our final show is the Stanley documentary. Stanley is a documentary on Disney Plus that focuses on, you guessed it, Stanley. It tells about his rise in the world of comic books and pop culture and overall how important and great he was. This is a side of a story, the Stanley story, that most know and the only side of the story that will ever be put out, or at least by D- the Disney company. So, Taste Buds, I ask you this. At this point, who do we think this doc is for? Oh, great. I, I, I mean, like, that's a really good question. I. I didn't watch this. Did you guys watch this? No, I no. just I didn't have it in me. We didn't want to pump um, Stanley's dead chump anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but why? Tell me why. Because I, I think that a lot of people think that Stanley, that name, is meaningful and important. And like, why didn't you guys watch it? When you say didn't want to pump a dead guy's chump, what does that mean? <laughs> it means we, I mean, I feel like I know enough about Stanley where I don't feel like I need to know anymore. Also, I know that there was more than just Stanley involved. So it's kind of it's kind of icky sometimes when it's only Stanley getting the credit for all of Marvel when there's so many people that went into it. So I was like, ah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm fine. And like, yeah, he had such a big role, but for so long, like... You know, like everybody knows Stanley. Like we, I don't need to see something to be like, look at what he did. He wrote this comic, and mm-hmm. then they put him in the movie, and I'm be like, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's uh, it's so much propaganda. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's so much like we always want to make everybody involved with the Disney company look spectacular. But like, I've read books about this person. Uh, it's nasty mm-hmm. like his life is gross in a lot of ways his life is gross in the ways that like these artists aren't getting the credit mm-hmm. his life is gross in the way that like he was abused towards the end like it like there's really really hard stuff about this person's life mm-hmm. that's really hard to read and this movie is just going to be like what if none of that happened mm-hmm. and so i've heard it's well made you know, like I've like go watch it. Sure, I've heard it's well made. I've heard it's like well shot, well edited, but I'm not. I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and it, there's just it's a thing that again it's just always going to exist there's always going to be new ones coming out and they're never going to have this like a new angle on it you know it's right. just going to be the same old thing always and sure it could be shot cool ways and edited cool ways but like i don't know same content like, it's, it's the, the same thing what if what if one person had all these ideas with no help from anyone <laughs> at any point one man with the greatest mind alive brought you all of this but if you do want to watch it, it is on Disney Plus. You can go ahead and head over there. Go ahead, fucker. Do go it. ahead and do it. Uh, do it. Let us know how it is. Um, that's it for the pool list. When we come back, we're gonna go talk about Extaz. Next up is the third part of a series looking back on the animated TV show X Men: The Animated Series called Looking Back on the Animated Series called X Men: The Animated Series Part Three. Looking back at the animated series, X-Men the Animated Series, this week, Ryan, got another bracket we put together here, and we love our brackets. This one specifically, we're going to be figuring out who the best villain is. We've already figured out the best hero, it was not Cyclops, and now we got to figure out our best villain. See, like, uh, pointed darts, poisonous darts, like you're throwing poisonous darts right at my heart. Uh-huh. That's fine. Um, best friendship. They say that... Uh, the best superhero stories are because of the villains. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true here. I do think that uh, X-Taz works because of the heroes and their bonding. But, like, there are good villains, right? Yeah, there's ones that also are good, are so good, so bad that they're good. So bad and that we, they're good, right. Yes. We just love them for being so terrible and mm-hmm. just, like, little monsters. that Little monsters that hold a special place in our heart. So I guess that we got to decide how we are going to judge these. So what is the most important thing of a villain? Like, what's moving a villain on for you, Ryan? On For me, like, honestly, like, I've watched, what, 160 episodes of the show. And, like, if I close my eyes and think about villain, who do I think about? Like, and that's, you know, there's there's going to be some really major names said. Mm-hmm. But if somebody in this show was, like, so important, so reverberating... That I I can't not think of them. There's one person I have in mind. He's got a cape with like a lot of strings on it and like fangs. Uh, then I'm gonna pick them. Hell yeah, little. So we know who you're rooting for. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, what's a what's a good villain to you? Um, yes, whoever pulls at my heartstrings, kind of like Ryan, but also like I'm I'm I love the goblins. Mm-hmm. So like if someone's like so like out there and stuck with my heart mm-hmm. and not just like my mind, but my heart. Yeah. They're going to get my vote. Okay. Mind and heart. And then um, one guy rooting for Ryan over here. So let's see how this bracket goes. Hey, Caitlin, Our- um, I'm yeah. into uh, gardening and what are you into? Oh, I'm into rooting for the goblins. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If you, when you meet Caitlin, you know, she's instantly the person who roots for a goblin. Yeah, she's a so- goblin rooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you guys. Our first round, we got number one seeded Magneto against 16 seeded Fabian Cortez. Ryan, um, initial thoughts, who are you moving on? Well, Fabian Cortez is a, a Magneto acolyte, a Magneto slave. He loves Magneto until he doesn't. Uh, Fabian Cortez is a disgusting piece of shit, conservative. <laughs> like I'm going to say like yeah. Fox News. I'm going to change my opinion to whatever is on the camera right now. Yeah. Uh, he is disgusting to me. It's it's Magneto. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, what about you? Yeah, I the like my one memory of Fabian Cortez is like he doesn't even look that cool. 
Um, <laughs> hey, you're not even looking that cool, And bro. have you seen Magneto's fucking hair, Cassie? His fucking swag? His swag? His drip? How can you not move on Magneto with that fucking hair? Yeah. That's perfectly kept under his helmet. It's um, it's a slammy D of one. It's Magneto for sure moving on. Our next round, we got number eight seated Sentinels versus number nine Boulevard Trask. Um, this is the one that's typically the closest. Ryan, what's making these two close? I have an issue here, Cassie, which is that there's a lot of white dudes that have like conservative issues that have similar names that I cannot. That's why I can't. That's Bolivar why I went to Tra- you first. Like I know yeah. he's one of the pieces of shit, but I don't know which piece of shit he is. But I'm gonna say Sentinels are so much worse because one, I don't remember who Bolivar Trask is, and two, that's. What are you making more units of yourself? That's crazy. Stop doing That's, that. <laughs> also, stop? again, like Sentinels are just kind of like when you think of X Men, you think of villains. Like Sentinels is one of the big ones that comes. Oh, up. over Bolivar Trask. <laughs> <laughs> God, but do you guys know about Trask? Um, Caitlin, what are you thinking? It's Bol. Like I was gonna say, it's Bolivar, but like, <laughs> but like his name is fucking Bolivar. It's, it's not even Oliver. Bol- it's Bolivar. Oh, if anybody's in the market for uh, first names. Bolivar, I think that it, even if it's a girl, I think that Bolivar is a good first name. Yeah, Bolivar, that's Perhaps somebody destined for greatness. The best name, um, but Cassie, it's got to be those big ass sentinels. Big ass sentinels. We, it, they're on. fun when they get torn apart too. They I do are. Love it. They are. Oh, fun. that's the, that's the thing is that there's no blood and guts. Just rip them apart, Wolverine. Just, do it. You just go fucking straight just through them. Love it. Rip Pull an out. arm off. Yeah. Just do it. It's gonna be. You cool. know what? Pull their arm off and hit them with their own arm. Yes. Use their arm as a weapon. Gotta love it every time. All right, next round we got four-seated Ruckus, which is um, pink hair scream guy, something like that, versus number 13-seated Senator Kelly. Senator Kelly. Uh, Cassie, we talked about these uh, white guys going away, but I don't know who Ruckus is. I don't know who made this bracket, but (laughs) Senator Kelly is, he he has a position in government. Uh (laughs) He's a senator. And Ruckus is... Right, so I'm going to go with Senator Kelly. It, Ryan, I, I don't know if it helps you at all, but Ruckus, parentheses, pink hair screamer. <laughs> um, so, you know, that guy, that classic guy, that dude. Caitlin, what about you? I am trying, I'm feverishly looking on who Ruckus is. I think he's one of the, what's the the knockoff um, like Jersey boys who are the fucked up <laughs> crew of the... <laughs> hey, <laughs> <that> <laughs> We're the Jersey Boys, and we hate the X Men. Hate the X Men. Hate the X Men. I want to say they got like a Slimer. They got that dude who can stretch. Yes, um, I know well, who you're talking about. They have about. one Slimer for sure. The, the Rowdy Boys is that them? <laughs> they got, they've got two people with horse feet. <laughs> we know these people well. Um, There's nine guys with horns. We're just. Cassie, we're selling until Caitlin looks things up. <laughs> Guys, I, it's so hard to even find him on fucking Google. I looked up Ruckus no, X Men the Animated Series, and Cassie, it doesn't even pop up. That's Cassie, gotta help mean me that out. Like Kelly we could be having a conversation on. right now. Uh, okay, Senator <laughs> Kelly, moving on. If if Google doesn't even know this fucker, it's gotta be Senator Kelly. Um, our next round, we got number fifth seated Mystique versus number twelve. Blob. Guys, <laughs> this one is closer than you might think. I don't want this to be a slimy D instantly. We got Blob versus Mystique. Ryan, what do you think? 
There's one. I think there's one episode where they throw a pint of ice cream at Blob, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, I don't care yeah. anymore." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mystique does so much damage. <laughs> Tonight we talked about Secret Invasion. That's Mystique's power. It's Mystique. Mm-hmm. 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 Again, you would think it's a slimy D, but let's really picture Blob. Um, let's think about how fucked up he is and how close he is to our hearts. He's very and- fat, and he calls himself the Blob. <laughs> yeah, it's very close to my heart. It's strong goblin power. Um, <laughs> strong goblin power. So I do want to like move him on instead of Mystique, but Mystique's also very fucking cool, and she is kind of like goblin herself too, in a way. And she has like a love child at one point, so I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah, okay. Nightcrawler and Rogue are both her children, quote yeah. unquote. Not even a a love child, double love child. So she's got the drama. So um, a drama goblin, hell yeah, she's moving on. She shot yeah. her jays across the room. She fucking did, and she, she when she did it, landed straight in people's mouths. That's how she impregnated them. <laughs> we watched like, an episode. No, honestly, like Cassie, th- those are jokes. But like, if she is a shapeshifter, she could have uh, grown a penis that shot jays across the room she could, and true. got. Multiple people pregnant. Think about it. It's crazy we never saw an episode focusing on that. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. to Blob. You deserved better, but the bracket didn't work in your favor. All right. Next up, we got second seated Sabretooth versus 15th Sauron. Which Sauron, if you can't remember, he's like a dinosaur. dinosaur. Boy. Yeah. Oh, we know we know Sauron. Okay. Okay. Just we know our not, little fucked up dinosaur guy. Not the Lord of the Rings guy. Yes. Yeah. You, which I was very confused. I was like, why are we ringing Lord of the Rings in here, guys? <laughs> Um, no, if there was, um, a certain Mike Gravano, um, you know, dinosaur boy, mm-hmm. just really loved little Sauron, so. I, I gotta say, Cassie, is that, uh, Sabretooth is so close to Wolverine's past, his present, and his future, but Sauron is such a little fucking bitch. He's such he, a little bitch. And he fucking pulls levers like only a bitchy dinosaur could. <laughs> I have to go with Sauron here, and I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. This is what I want the bracket to be. This is how I envisioned it. I love it. Caitlin, what are you doing? The moment I laid eyes on him, I knew I knew where my vote was going to be. Fucking Sauron? <laughs> Caitlin, yes. oh, Caitlin talks about Sauron like the bass player or the bass singer from a Boys <laughs> to Men song. Baby. <laughs> I, I know that love. you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Until I heard you flap those big wings. I hadn't even met you yet. I saw you on a screen and I knew. <laughs> you had to be mine. Um, love that guy. All right, our next round, we have the seven-seated Henry Geirich, Geir- Geirich um versus 10-seated Pyro. Um, Ryan? Yeah, Henry Guy- Henry Guyridge is like um he's always like, Oh, I'm Henry. But Pyro, you gotta admit, is always like, oh, I'm Pyro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They both have their staples. They both know what they're about. Um Henry Guyrich. Guy Rich. Guy Rich. That's um, all I know about him. <laughs> and Pyro. Fire. It's like it's like you guys want notes from Mike. It's like <laughs> you're specifically asking for Mike notes. <laughs> No, he no. loves when we just say the words over and over <laughs> and don't add anything to it. This um, is Henry Guyrich is like a guy who was like always like, I'm Henry Guyrich. I swear <laughs> to God, I looked up, I googled him, and still, this is what I came up with. I know he's one of again one of the bad guys, one of the dudes who's like, Fuck yeah, but all, all these all these white guys in suits. I want to go pyro, baby, because like he has the things where like he'll like. Spider Spider Man, the he'll hit the buttons and then 
fireball shootout. Yeah. It's Let's rad. It. He's got a red name. Also, Pyro was the only one that I remember out of these two. Like, Henry Guyrich is, like, again, white Perfect. guy. White guy name. And then we got Pyro, which, you know, white man with fire. So. All right. Pyro moving on. Our next round, we have third seeded Apocalypse versus Oof. 14th seed Graydon Creed. Guys, do I call for a slammy D right here and now? But Graydon Creed. <laughs> <laughs> what if Caitlin was just a diehard Graydon Creed version? <laughs> <laughs> We all have our ones that we love, and what if Creed Cassie, was hers? <laughs> look at my Facebook. It's dedicated to Graydon Creed. <laughs> no, I, I think Graydon Creed is very important because he's a politician who has a mutant son who goes against mutants. Mm-hmm. But Apocalypse is the one who threw Rogue on the ground to make her butt look like that. <laughs> vital. Vital. We love him for different reasons, but all are valid. I will allow it. Um, so a vote for Apocalypse, Ryan? Yeah, so- Caitlin? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse. Yes, yes my he's little bitch. Like, he's got, if, if someone just threw a bunch of colors, like threw a dartboard of colors yeah. and made him, that's Apocalypse. And I, I also him for that. Apocalypse, not a bad butt yourself there, bud. Pretty good butt. He's also, he's got it. four horsemen, you guys. <laughs> I hope they're on here because I know them very well. God, miss those guys. Unfortunately, they are not our last round. We have six-seated Juggernaut versus 11 seated Mr. Sinister. Oh. All right. This yeah. is insane. A juggernaut is somebody who puts a bucket on his head and he's like, <laughs> what is that? A wall? <laughs> Mr. Sinister is like, I'm going to cut my cape up into pieces. I'm going to have fangs and I'm mm-hmm. going to be the baddest bitch on earth. He's also in more of the like devious plans. Whenever there's something like going on, you just kind of cut to a dude in a cape and you're like, Fuck yeah. There's just so, a silhouette of him and you're like, God, yes. Sometimes you'll hear like, <laughs> uh-huh. and then like everyone will look and it'll be Mr. Sinister and like, oh, did you see me? I'm sorry. I, d- I thought that laugh was quiet. <laughs> sorry. I thought that was inside my head. Um, <laughs> I feel like Juggernaut had one episode where they're like, this dude's um, very powerful. And then um, Colossus, I believe, took him down or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I know where I'm going. But Caitlin, what about you? Uh, yeah, uh, Juggernaut really didn't get much screen time, whereas Mr. Sinister, he's all over it. We even get his fucking backstory. We learn how he, he got, like, super pale and, yeah, and vampire and stuff. Um, With and three episodes left, we had to watch that shit. Yes. <laughs> we know all about Mr. Sinister. So I know a lot about him, and he's he's a bad dude, some would say. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd vote for him. All right, and Ryan, I think I know your vote's going there, too. Yeah, uh, Cassie, uh, <laughs> I... I think that um, Juggernaut is what most dudes think their penis actually is. <laughs> and Mr. Sinister is what their penis <laughs> is, is. So uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Sinister. Hell yeah. Um, perfect reasoning Great for that logic. one to move on. That's a villain if I've ever seen it. Our next round, we now have Magneto versus the Sentinels. My friends, how's it going? Caitlin, first impressions. What are you thinking? Wow. Okay. Sentinels, like I said, they get torn apart really good, and I really enjoy that part of them. Mm-hmm. Magneto, luscious locks. So mm-hmm. we have the locks versus the locks coming out of people's um, mm-hmm. bodies. A um, classic matchup. Oof. This is a hard one for me, Cassie, but I am going to have to go with the luscious locks with Magneto. The locks it's will always get you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We got two for Magneto. Magneto is moving on. Thank you, Sentinels. Our next round, we have Senator Kelly versus Mystique. Um, feeling like it's a slammy D, Caitlin. Initial thoughts? Yeah, it's Mystique. Mm-hmm. Ryan? 
<laughs> My initial thoughts are also, it's Mystique. Hell fucking yeah. Thank you, Senator Kelly. You are out of here, though. We now have Sauron versus Pyro, our little Ooh. fucked up bracket right here. Shout out to this little matchup. Our little tiny boys. Our little tiny boys. Um, sadly, one must go now. Caitlin, which little beautiful boy is going to move on for you? Did you not hear my cries? Yeah, okay, my screeches. She's she's a dinosaur girl. Um, Ryan, what about you? No, it still is Cassie. Uh, it, even though that I'm not a dinosaur person, even though I've realized that we're surrounded by dinosaur fucking freaks, which yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's still Sauron because it's just remember when he like used this little. His little fucked up hand. Dude, his little lovely. hand to like uh, <laughs> explode the whole mountain. It was, uh, and his little fucked up voice. Whenever he comes on, he's just weirdly crouched over for reasons that un- aren't understandable. Um, uh, it's Sauron. He's perfect in every way. Yeah. All right, our next round. He's we gonna have... win this whole thing. Sorry, <laughs> he really is. I think he's got he's got the mix of everything we are looking for. He's got the power. All right, we now have Apocalypse versus Mister Sinister. <sighs> Caitlin. Whew. Wow. Ugh. Two baddies. Two, two baddies against each other. Two colorful baddies stand before me, and I have to choose one. Two brick houses. Two brick houses. Uh, one. Oof. Wow. Ryan, <laughs> do you have any way to put your mind around what we're doing right now? Because... Oh, yeah. I, I know my answer he's, immediately. He's a diehard for uh, Mr. Sinister, okay. so it's kind of a slammy D for him. Is it, uh, is Mr. it Sinister, but, Malocalypse you know, Apocalypse? Apocalypse, uh, listen, Ryan, um, I feel like I got to make my argument here. Um, Apocalypse has four horsemen. Um, sure. They're all but beautiful d- and perfect in every way. Does his first name rhyme with his last name? Is it <laughs> Malocalypse Apocalypse? <laughs> Much like it is Mr. Sinister. It doesn't, but does um does Mr. Sinister have a little chamber that raises him from the dead whenever the fuck he wants and more frequently than you would think? Um, you know no, Apocalypse does, though. I think he does, though. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was a bad question. God damn it. Um, Apocalypse kind of looks like he's one of Ronald McDonald's, like, friends. Yeah. Like, he's (laughs) he's the love child between Grimace and the Hamburglar. Yes! (laughs) He has, like, lips that go on for days. Yeah. His smile continues to go. He's like like the Joker smile, but, like, also... Whereas Mr. Sinister is, like, the mix between my mother and my wife. (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. We so we need to move on, Caitlin. Yeah, Where, yeah, where's yeah. your vote going? Well, I, I'm gonna go with this, Mr. Sinister. Okay, all right. Unfortunately, we still get to hear more creepy comments from Ryan because he's moving on. <laughs> Wait, what? That that was healthy. That was <laughs> yeah. That was healthy. You don't need to talk about it with your therapist. All right. We now have in the semifinals. We got Magneto versus Mystique. M against M here. Um, Ryan, initial thoughts. Where are you going? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Mystique did so much damage. And, like, what a great power. But, like, Magneto is the ultimate X-Men villain, right? But, like, ultimately, what does he do? Because every once in a while, he just kind of, uh, you know, remember that whole episode where he was just up on a mountain and everybody's been waiting for years for him to talk, apparently? <laughs> Magneto! <laughs> Magneto! <laughs> and then he I- finally spoke and was like, let's go, let's raise little army, and then they didn't do shit. Um, I think the thing... The thing that he always does wrong is that, like, he's always like, is Charles right or am I right? Or is Charles mm-hmm. right? And, like, that's, that's, like, if you're like, I hate everyone and want everyone destroyed, that's boring. But he's like, is he right? Am I right? 
So I have to go with Magneto here. Okay. Um, but do you remember when he shittily coated his whole cave in like metal stuff and like how bad of a job it was? Yeah. It was um, so it was poorly de- like poorly? Poorly. It was horribly <laughs> designed. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like shit. L- like little shit. And also like uh everyone saw that coming. Like any anytime anybody watched in the cave, they were like, uh, all right, Magneto, what, what oh, is this metal gonna attack me? Is oh, this whole oh, is this whole cave a weapon oh, now? Oh, 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 Fuck oh. off, bro. Yeah. Um Caitlin, uh Magneto or Mystique? Wow. Um yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Magneto too. All right. All yeah. right. She went for it. It's the Cassie locks did for not her. want that. Um, you know, I just wanted like a woman, but um, that's just me. There's one here on the side for women, um, and I can't always win. Our next round in the semifinal, we have Sauron versus Mister Sinister. Whoa! This is a round that might break Ryan, um, or potentially us. Caitlin, what do you think? Wow, it's literally my head or my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you know Sauron has my heart, and Mister Sinister. He's just so fucked up, too. He's also very fucked up. He's fucked up. He arguably does way more. Mm-hmm. Again, Sauron just kind of hits a lever. And, um... Sauron, <laughs> Sauron has maybe <laughs> two episodes at most. Mr. Of... Sinister, we get his whole backstory. Again, we just got so much of Mr. Sinister. He's... Oh, hello. I am also British doctor. Mr. Sinister, yes? Yes, yes, Sinister. That's a whole episode. I'm, I'm no longer Dr. Sinister. I'm Mr. Sinister. <laughs> I'm... Evolved past doctor to become once again Mr. That's I'm the back. new, yeah. I keep your doctorate. Um, Charles Darwin. I have a Mr.it. <laughs> That's fucking good, Ryan. I don't normally appreciate it, but I like that one. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, where are you going? The Sinister. Sinister and Ryan? Yeah, it's like. Come wait, on, Cassie. You wait, know think, that. Think, think about that. Think about that hand hitting that lever, I though. Love, I love that hand hitting that lever, but it's mm-hmm. sinister. All right, Sinister is moving on. Thank you, Sauron. You made it to the semifinals. Now, we got to determine who the best villain is. We have Magneto versus Mr. Sinister. Caitlin. Oh, Beans, why you go with me first? Okay, Ryan. <laughs> she made a great argument there. She sounded like a very young Mr. Sinister. <laughs> yeah. Streets of England, streets of London. Uh, what out, Beans? <laughs> Uh no, it's 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 Magneto in like uh allegedly with the new X Men reboot on Disney Plus that Magneto is going to be the leader of the team. Yeah, so I think that's mm-hmm. what you need for your ultimate villain. I, I love both Sinister. of them are going to be in our the ne- the new X Men animated oh, series. Oh, Sinister's going to be there too. Yeah. Did you learn <laughs> Did that? Did you from hear Comic-Con? the octave he just hurt? I'm, I may have learned that last year at Comic Con, Ryan. <sighs> Fucking old news, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sorry, but still, um, Magneto is it. Ryan, I'm proud of you for going against your true heart and doing the logical one. Mike is going to be proud of you. Um, Caitlin, where are you going? Wow. Um, Ryan, I'm sorry for coming at you so hard with that information. Um, No, it's fine. If you come at me as a man, if you come at me with any information, I freak out. Any new information, I get pissed because what the fuck? Why, why are you saying this to me? It's hard for me. And I, I truly think that's why I don't know what to do in this situation because I do know that right. they're going to be – they're such big players and we have learned so much about each one of these characters. Like they're, they're the most 3D villains that we have here. 
and then they're going to be in the new ex Taz. So like, wow. I have two beautiful boys before me and only one can move wow. on. Just wow. Wow. And all I can say is wow. wow. I feel like me and Owen Wilson would get along really well. Look at what we've done we here. Know. I'm Magneto. <laughs> okay. We have very sure Magneto coming from Caitlin. That seals the deal. Magneto is Extaz's best villain, top villain. There he is. Um... Thank you guys for your help. That was so important. The science needed to be done. But that's it for the show now. Um, are, are we leaving the stage? Yeah, because you guys have done the what I needed. Um, I'm now going to send you the fuck out because I'm done with you. So thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Caitlin. Um, in the, go hang out with Sauron. Perfect. Love that for you. Uh, in the place of Ryan, I do have... Um, actually, before Caitlin get to him, I do have Mr. Sinister um, in the studio, guys. it was I didn't want Ryan to fangirl too hard, but I do got his boy here, Mr. Sinister. And he's going to tell us about uh, the other shows on the network. Oh, oh my God. Mr. Sinister, are you here? Ah, damn it. They crossed in the halls. Mr. Sinister, are you here? Yes! <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mr. Sinister with a capital M uh, is that one here. Wait, I'm so sorry, Cassie. Like, I'm on stage. Caitlin's on stage. Who do you want to leave so uh. Mr. Sinister can come up here? <laughs> well, now you're here and you see him, so I don't know what to do. Because, like, I know you're going to want to be here, so I am going to ask Caitlin to leave um, and have Mr. Sinister come on. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You come in so strong <laughs> every time. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Sinister, for making it down to the studio. I was confused. I thought you were Charles Darwin. Um, and no. so I was very appalled by you. Uh, that happens um, more frequently than I would like in my life. But um, <laughs> I did bring you down here. Um, sorry to take out of your busy day. Uh, I don't know if you listen to podcasts. I've never heard of such a thing in my life. Great. Um <laughs> <laughs> then I'm done with you. <laughs> then Mr. Sinister, if you could just sign some stuff for Ryan on your way out. Um he's a big fan. Um he loves everything you do. That oh, all my vinyls, please. <laughs> yeah, all of his vinyls are very important to Ryan, him. what if you were to sign some of these papers so I could do some experiments on you instead? Man, you're a weirdo. No. In- end of sentence. <laughs> All right, well, um, that's a wrap on Mr. Sinister. Everybody clap it up in studio for him because um, he doesn't listen to podcasts. So I now have to bring in my next guest, which, of course, <laughs> while Caitlin is still gone and in the zone, I'm going to ask um, Charles Entertainment Cheese to come in and tell me about some podcasts. I know this mouse has to be listening to podcasts. <laughs> uh, Charles? <laughs> I am here, and I am ready to talk to you guys. What? <laughs> Skateboard ramp. Uh-oh, hold on. Here we go. Upside down. Fuck, he's doing stunts already. And we landed. God, Charles, you're fucking rad. The honestly, honestly, honestly. Uh-huh. Let's get to business. I don't yeah. want. I, I don't want my fucking brand to be on your fucking show if you don't have the money to pay for it. 
Oh, um, well, we recently spent a lot on one of our people to go to vacation, um, so we don't have a oh, lot did in the you? budget. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? I don't uh, care. I, I want the, th- the, the suitcases on my bed okay. by the time I go to sleep. I sleep with suitcases, and they are full of money when I, when I sleep. It's a weird take on the Scrooge McDuck, but I respect it. Also, don't know. Where I don't want to dive into gold coins. I want to sleep next to briefcases of money. Oh, not on top of them. You're next to them, and a little bit of dry humping. Ah, uh, okay. All right, cool. I am bringing on some cool fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll definitely have that for you. The money's defo gonna be there when you go to sleep, when you tuck yourself in at night. Um, Wait, but- uh oh, snowboard. Snowboard! Oh, I landed it. I'm back with this guy. This guy's fucking cool, dude. Um, when you're like snowboarding and you're doing these red tricks, are you by chance listening to any podcasts? Uh, I know what I'm eating, and I'm eating a fucking pizza lunchable. And I rip that shit open and I eat it, and it tastes so good, dude. That's the best one. Hear me out: nachos or pizza. Which one are your favorite Lunchables? Uh, pizza. Nacho Lunchables can suck my ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a bold-ass statement. The nacho ones oh, are pretty Not an good. insult. I'm saying they will suck my ass. I open them up <laughs> to my asshole, and they suck the air right out of it. They suck the air. They suck the hair. They suck the particles. I think that must be something with the rat anatomy, because um, I've never had them suck my asshole, but... <laughs> That's good. That's rad for you. But you want to try it out? Do you want to uh, try it out? I'm kind of intrigued. I, I think I do have to try now just to see. Um, but that's later on. Also later on, I'll be listening to a podcast. How about you? Uh, so what I do is I put on a hit clip. And what, I, <laughs> what I'm thinking is Garth Brooks, Friends Ooh. in Low Places. I listen Ooh. to the first 30 seconds of that. Uh-huh. I, I put my helmet on. And I will fucking snowboard for days. Uh, also listening to a hit clip of the Superhero Show Show no, and the <laughs> Movie of the Year podcast. Mm, hell yeah, we made it to hit clips. Is that uh, all that you wanted? Uh, websites? Yeah, if you want to handle websites too, we are paying you. So uh, you might as well. Yes, please. Websites. Uh, popfilter.co, popfilter.co slash... Or no, uh, patreon.com slash your pop filter and amazon.com slash your pop filter. Fucking nailed it. Thank you, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Um, hope you sleep well with all the money you're going to have later. Now, you um, might think that uh, my voice doesn't sound that much different than Ryan's, but I, uh, you'll be wrong because he's always <laughs> like, burr, burr, burr. and I'm always like, cool, cool, cool. He's always like, guns are good for children. And uh, I'm always like, snowboards are good for guns. Shoot out uh, snowboards with your guns, right? There's a clear difference if I've ever seen one. I think so. Goodbye. Bye. All right. And um, now I do have um, Happy Star from Carl's Jr. here to tell me about social media. Uh, Happy Star, welcome to the pod. Hello. My name is Happy Star. Yes, Happy Star. Thank you for coming down. I love to come down and, and bless people. That's what... I've heard you bless people, and yes. I was just so excited. I wasn't sure if it was with your presence or if you're physically blessing people. I am physically blessing you with my starness, okay. and I will touch you with one of my five arms. Oh, which one do I get? That's a good question. 
we'll we'll see at the end, I you'll, guess. You'll have to find out which one of my five hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you pull one out, it doesn't grow back, though, so please don't pull it out. That's good to know. I always did want to know. I was intrigued. Um, I also can't breathe underwater. Okay. I'm made of complete chicken. Yeah, but it's good chicken. It's really good and made from definitely not organic chickens, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with that it's, because I could still bless you with my chicken meal self. Fuck yeah, I can't wait for and that shit. And my five arms. Five, five whole arms. Yes. It's pretty impressive. My hugs are the best. Um, I've been told. I could imagine. This is a true blessing. <laughs> it's your hugs? Yes. Rad. Um, do you by chance go on social media at all? Yes, I do. Um, any recommendations on uh, what you should follow? Who you I should follow? I love going on Instagram. And my favorite place to go is yourpopfilter.com. Every time I hit the little heart button on every single one of their posts. Every single one. With each one of my five hands, which I understand cancels out the whole heart situation. <laughs> yeah, so, we're kind of back to it. Yeah, so I think if someone had six hands, they should go on there and they should like it mm. six times. What about eight? Could an octopus go do it? They could. Hell yeah. That's but I th- I think their little suctions might mess with the phone. Mm. I didn't think about that. They should just use the laptop. You're so smart, happy. Thank happy you. Star. I know. Um, okay, well, thank you for social media. And I would now like to know which arm I'm getting blessed with. All of them. Yes. In your butt. No. <laughs> Well, I'm never bringing on a mascot again. I've learned my lesson. Uh, we also got an email if you want to email us. We, it's contact at your pop filter at popfilter.co. Contact at popfilter.co. Um, next week, you guys, we got a big episode because on Superman and Lois, we're going to be talking about um, Lana's daughter um, um, dying her hair. She's she's going to be dying her hair. Rat eating Superman. Um, rat eating Superman. Also, we're going to get. The season and not the series finale of Superman and Lois, again, with the hair dying, uh, the series finale of Gotham Knights, and the official goodbye to X-Men, the animated series. Um, so be sure to catch that episode. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.